Hello everybody, I'm Richard James Rogers and I'm the host of this podcast and uh, I'm a high school science teacher and I'm also the author of an award-winning book called The Quick Guide to Classroom Management, 45 Secrets That All High School Teachers Need to Know and that book is available on Amazon uh, should you wish to check it out. Now today do I have a whopper of a story for you guys. Um, something that has really um, enraged me after I read about it, and not just me, but the parents and the students and teachers who were involved, and indeed many people around the world who have read about this story, and you may well have read about this yourself, and um, I would imagine that most of the people listening to this who did read this story were as equally disgusted um, as I was. So what exactly happened? Well, I'm going to paint you a little picture. Or I'm going to tell you a little story. So imagine imagine that you are a um, a 12-year-old boy and you and your classmates have been called to an assembly and the theme of the assembly is sexual assault, harassment and respect for women and girls. And during this assembly... You and the rest of the boys in that room are asked to stand up to apologise for your gender and all of the bad things that boys and men apparently have done. Imagine the humiliation that such boys would feel in that assembly. Imagine how confused those boys would feel. Imagine how angry those boys would feel. Well, imagine how frightened they might feel as well. Well, that's exactly what happened last week at Brower College in Victoria in Australia. And um, parents, when they heard about this um, afterwards, were rightly outraged with, um, with one parent reporting to Sky News that her son didn't want to go back to school the next day. Um, and when the, the principal of the school was was asked about this. Uh, She stated that male students were asked to stand as a, get this now, a symbolic gesture of apology for the behaviours of their gender. Now it turns out that after this story um, broke the news and such widespread public attention was uh, a public outrage was uh, was shone on this uh, on this school and this assembly Um, the principal did eventually apologise, saying that it was probably inappropriate. Well, I can certainly um, say that I disagree with that. I don't think it was inappropriate at all. I don't think it was highly inappropriate. I think it was a disgusting thing to do, to get those schoolboys who had done nothing wrong, had not been involved in this um, apparent sexual harassment and, um, what does it say here, sexual assault and lack of respect for women and girls. They weren't directly involved in, I guess, the case studies that would have been raised in this discussion, perhaps, if there were even case studies. And yet, these boys are asked to stand up, essentially apologising for being boys. So I think this is absolutely disgraceful. Um, 
many parents and um, journalists and um, bloggers, etc., cetera, uh, completely agree with this. Um, collective guilt is never a good idea, as, as one commentator on, on Sky News said, and I totally agree with that. And isn't it ironic, don't you think, that this has happened in Australia, in which the recent bushfires there were tackled by firefighters and volunteer firefighters. And did you know that over 70% of Australia's volunteer firefighters are men? Yet we don't hear about the positive side of masculinity in, in many of these progressive leftist uh, schools. And it, it begs a bigger question, doesn't it? How exactly should schools be setting examples for the boys that they teach? Because we hear a lot about provision for girls. We hear about STEM days for girls. We have celebrations of International Women's Day on March the 8th, for example. And this is great. We should be encouraging girls to be confident and enter fields like STEM and enter medicine and be empowered and make good career choices. And we should push girls um, to achieve well in school. Of course we should. But we should not neglect boys in the process. They have equal right to the equal, um, the, the same high standards of education and um, motivation and encouragement that the girls are getting. And how many schools, I wonder, celebrate International Men's Day? which is on November the 19th. Very few, I would imagine. Yet we hear a lot about International Women's Day. And on the subject of educating boys at school, now that the limelight has perhaps been shone on this issue with this um, outrageous event that happened um, at this school in Australia, perhaps we should now be thinking about what is it that boys need in school to prepare them for life because this whole assembly apparently was uh, was set up in response to um, the issue of consent and how of course um, consent is an important um, an important dynamic in any interaction so for example if uh, uh, if there's a sexual act taking place between two people there needs to be consent so that, that, of course, makes absolute sense. Um, so the issue of consent, of course, needs to be discussed in schools, but it's not the only, only gender-specific issue that needs to be taught in schools. And I, I do honestly believe that boys and girls are, are missing out on some key information at schools, and a big one, of course, is family law. How many schools do you know that actually teach their students about family law, that teach about the legal implications of marriage, for example. You hear about a lot of schools, particularly religious schools, that teach about the sanctity of marriage and the, um, the importance of marriage in a religious context. But how many schools are teaching young girls and young boys that if they get married, there's a legally binding contract. 
that's in, in place and in effect. And how many schools are teaching their students about the consequences of breaking that contract? How many schools, for example, are telling young boys that in the event of a divorce, if you have children, the majority of the time, the mother will gain custody of those children. And you as the father will probably have to pay child support as mandated by law. How many schools are teaching this to their students? How many schools are teaching about laws around spousal support and alimony, for example? How many schools are, are preparing their students for real, um, for the real world out there by teaching the laws of the land? And I think it's, um, it's really rich of a school to to ask men to stand, or to ask, I should say, the, the young boys and young men of this school to stand, to apologise for their gender, when, in actual fact, masculinity is an incredibly positive force in this world on the whole. Um, think about all of the, or the majority of the major inventions in, in the worlds of science and technology over the past um, three or four centuries, and going back even further than that, the majority of those have come from men. Um, masculinity is certainly very useful when oil needs to be drilled, when sewage pipes need to be cleaned, when electrical cabling needs to be laid, when dangerous jobs need to be done, when there's wars to fight, when people need to be rescued. The list goes on and on. Masculinity is not a toxic or negative quality. And I believe that schools who are adopting this leftist idea and these radical feminist um, notions that masculinity is somehow a, um, a toxic trait or a bad thing, or boys should be ashamed of being boys, which seems to be the message of this assembly, certainly that is what... Um, I think the overwhelming majority of the boys involved in that assembly would have taken from it. I think when, when this message is being permeated through schools, we've got to ask ourselves, is this logical? I mean, is it really logical for a school to ask boys to stand up to apologise for being boys? Not only is it illogical, but it's, it's absolute insanity and I, I believe it was absolutely disgusting. It was a disgusting thing to do. And um, I really hope that any other um, progressive liberal principals, senior leadership teams, um, line managers, etc., um, around the world who are, um, who are in charge of assemblies at schools look at this story and think twice if, if, if anyone out there is thinking of doing a similar thing with their students. Because as you can see from this story, it's gained a lot of public attention, a lot of outrage, and rightly so. Rightly so. Um, and I think we've got, to, we've got to recognize, I think, that the pendulum has swung too far now. It has swung too far in the direction of female empowerment. Now, let me get something straight here. I have got no problem at all with um, providing 
role models for girls, encouraging girls to enter STEM fields, encouraging women to take up high-powered careers, um, encouraging girls to um, have ambitions to become CEOs and business leaders. All of that is great stuff. It really is. It's, it's great that we live in a world where there is equality of opportunity and men and women can, can go for the same jobs and can, can be equally competent and are equally competent in many cases um, at the same jobs. But in that process, we must not neglect the boys in our schools who are desperately crying out for masculine energy, for positive male role models to look up to. We have, for example, um, in many schools around the world, we have Women in Science Weeks, for example, where uh, there's, there's um, female scientists will come to school and talk, or there'll be posters of women in science around the school, and all of that is great, but where's the men in science day? Where's the, where's the men in science posters on the walls, for example? Where's the International Men's Day celebrations? Where's the... Where's the recognition that fathers do a very important job and that the role of the father in the family is an incredibly important role? Where, where is that kind of education in schools? So I think this whole um, situation at this school in Australia was very badly played. Um, I'm absolutely stunned that a fully grown conscious adult, i.e. the principal of this school, could um, allow this to go ahead and approve this assembly to go ahead. I just find it incredible that someone can reach an age of adult maturity and think that this is okay, especially if you are in the field of education and you've been a teacher for a long time. Surely the principal must have known what kind of psychological effects this would have had on the boys at the school and, and must have realised the, um, the way that parents would feel about this. It's, it's not only is it, a, um, is, it, is it an outrageous situation that's happened, but it's also a massive blunder. I mean, it's, it's a case of huge stupidity on the part of the, um, of the people responsible for this. So, so that's my take on the story, everybody. And I, I think in conclusion... We need to, as teachers, we need to speak up about this kind of stuff. And I think as, um, as men, and I, I speak, I think, for, um, for a lot of men on this, I think that, that we need to recognise that education that targets boys is just as important as education that targets girls. It's great to encourage girls. We also should be encouraging boys Let's get the male role models in school. Let's get the male scientists in. Let's have International Men's Day celebrations. Let's recognise the role of the father. Um, let's recognise um, historical figures who were men, who um, invented great things, who came up with big discoveries, who were big business leaders. And let's do the same for the girls as well. Let's bring the female business leaders in. Let's bring the female CEOs to school. Let's celebrate International Women's Day. But let's stop prioritising the um, pedestalization and empowerment of girls at the neglect of the same empowerment of boys. 
And that's where I'll leave it today, everybody. Um, I've tried my best to make my points clear. I've tried not to go too, um, too far into this because this is a very uh, passionate um, it's a very passionate story, and it's, it's one that stirs up a lot of emotion, stirs up a lot of anger in people. And I think we've, we've got to be careful that we, we stay logical and we stay objective. And I've, I've tried my best to do that in today's episode. Um, so thank you very much, everyone. Check out my blog for teachers, richardjamesrogers.com. And I will speak to you again for another podcast episode tomorrow. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye-bye.